One of the hardest parts of podcast production is the no-stop, week-in, week-out consistency that many of us strive for. And it is so valuable to have consistent, high-quality content. But that means that we're always on, constantly working to get content ready. And right now, if you're anything like me, you are eyeing the Christmas season and the start of Q1, hoping to take maybe a few weeks off from podcast production. Or maybe you've had a lot of episodes that have been published late, or you've had to skip more weeks than you would have liked, and you want to get ahead of schedule just so that you always have content ready to go. And so in this episode, whether you want to take time off or just get back on track, we're going to talk about how you can get ahead of your podcast schedule. So that's this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. I think that there's really a two-part process here. To get ahead of your podcast schedule, there are really only two things that need to be done. First, you have to have really good project management. It's hard to stay on top of podcast production, even get ahead of your schedule, if you are poorly managing all of the processes that go into creating a podcast. I think the most important step within this having better project management, is just having a content calendar. We use Notion at Enphase Media. It gives us the best of both worlds between having a spreadsheet and having a calendar and then even being able to have pages for different podcast episodes and assign tasks to different people. But whether you use just a Google spreadsheet or an actual calendar, being able to look at a piece of paper or a document and see where your episodes are in the process, what episodes you have scheduled, what episodes you still need to record, what episodes you need to edit, being able to see everything in one place and see where everything is in the pipeline, I think is just the first step to actually being able to manage things well. Having a content calendar helps you get ahead just because you can see far in advance. And so you can outline episodes weeks and months before they air, You can plan recording calls, you can edit episodes, and then you can flag any problems and solve them quickly. So a really good content calendar helps you have good project management. I think that the key aspects of having a good content calendar are your episode release dates, when you want to release episodes, your episode outline, so what the summary of the episode is, or maybe just who the guest is, or what the overall theme of the episode is, having an outline like that, or even more in-depth to say what segments are in the episode, what specifically are you talking about? And then finally, just having a status update. Being able to see if the guest is booked, if the episode is recorded, if the episode is edited, that kind of status update will let you see where your episodes are in the pipeline and it will allow you to flag any problems or any episodes that are behind schedule and then you can quickly solve problems as they arise. The second part of this process, after you have good project management, which I think in large part comes down to having a good content calendar, the second process is to just get rid of bottlenecks. 
as you have this calendar and as you have episodes outlined and planned and recorded, and as you have problems flagged and as you're trying to solve more and more problems, you'll notice there are certain parts of your podcast production process that are causing bottlenecks. It doesn't matter how many episodes you have ready or how many episodes you are pushing through the pipeline, there are maybe one or two or even three parts of your podcast production process that are slowing everything down and causing you to be behind schedule. That kind of bottleneck makes it really hard to get ahead of schedule. It makes it hard to refine your content and get better because it feels like you're just constantly treading water trying to get something done that is just always sticky and problematic and causing that bottleneck. And I think that there are three really common bottlenecks that we can talk about. The first is guest booking. Often one of the slowest parts of the podcast production process and one of the elements that causes the most problems down the line is booking guests. Usually we tend to run out of podcast guests and then we have to find new ones, and then we have to book them, and then we have to record them. And usually in that process, there is downtime while we're waiting to trade emails back and forth with the guest while we are trying to schedule a recording, and then the recording gets canceled or moved or rescheduled. It can just be a nightmare to schedule guests and keep that pipeline of guests on track, especially in a regular interview-style podcast or a narrative-style podcast anything like that, where we have to book a lot of guests, this can be a huge bottleneck. And so my biggest recommendation to clear up this bottleneck, to get rid of it, so that you can have a more consistent schedule and feel like you're not just treading water trying to get guests booked, it's first to always be closing guests. There's a phrase that we use in sales, ABC, always be closing. In closing podcast guests, it's ABCG, always be closing guests. We have to constantly have regular emails that we're sending out, constantly building new relationships that we can nurture, and then ultimately always be bringing on more guests who have said, yes, I do want to be on your podcast recording. I think often this looks like just setting up quotas to say, this week I'm going to start five relationships with people who might be podcast guests down the road, or this week I'm going to send 10 cold emails to prospective podcast guests or whatever that looks like. Having consistent quotas to say every single week we are going to do this much to help bring in new podcast guests. Just doing that, establishing a quota to say this is what we're going to do helps us regularly book guests, which helps us regularly record with guests, which ultimately clears up this bottleneck. The second bottleneck is having recordings done. One of the slowest, most laborious pieces of podcast production is recording. Because recording is the one thing that we can't do piece by piece or bit by bit or just 15 minutes at a time or an hour at a time. We can take podcast editing and we can chunk it up over multiple days or whatever that looks like. We can copyright over multiple segments throughout the day. But when it comes to recording, we have to find a time to sit down, turn on all of our equipment, get into our Riverside recording or head into the studio with our guests in person and actually record content. 
And so one of the recommendations that I would provide you to clear up this bottleneck is batch recording, recording multiple episodes in a short amount of time. One podcast that I'm working on right now as an editor for is a daily podcast. And one of the hardest parts of this podcast is getting all of that content recorded. At one point before some other strategies came along to help clear up other bottlenecks and help keep the pipeline full of new content, in the early days of the podcast, the host would literally record 15 to 20 episodes in one day. So from the start of the day to the end of the day, doing nothing but recording, that's how this particular host found he was able to clear up the bottleneck of having to record a ton of content. On a smaller scale for our weekly podcasts, this might look like recording a month's worth of content in a day or over the course of two days, where we just set aside six hours to record four hour-long conversations. This is kind of my strategy to get ahead. I'm looking at taking some time off towards the end of this year from creating this particular podcast. There's a ton of other content that I'm going to be releasing in January that my whole strategy, or at least the bulk of my strategy to get on top of it and take some time off is setting aside one session to record a ton of content. This way, over the course of the next little while, we can do the editing slowly, we can do the editing bit by bit, but we don't have to wait for new recordings to come in before we can take it further in the process. Finally, I think one of the slow parts of podcast production, one of the things that can cause a bottleneck, is a clunky, slow review process. Once the episode is planned, recorded, edited, short form content is created, the show notes are written, the title is written, the graphics are created for the episode, often now the hard part is getting it reviewed and approved. Especially if we do need revisions, this process can go so, so very slowly. And so the first thing that you should look at is asking the question, how simple can we make our review process? And the easiest, lowest hanging fruit here is how many people can we cut out of the review process? Usually, especially for B2B podcasts, it feels like everybody needs eyes on the podcast episode. And yes, there are a lot of considerations. And yes, there are different teams that need to be involved in making sure that our content is good to go. But I think the important question is, how simple can we make this? Do two people from the marketing team need to see this? Or can only one person from the marketing team review it? Does the entire compliance team need to spend two weeks deliberating over one episode? Or can one person be assigned to just consistently make sure that it is compliant? And can that one person just have a set few things that they are looking for and only address those key issues? Keeping the review process super simple and short and clear and well-documented is an easy way to clear up this big bottleneck that episodes get caught up in the review process. One of the other tips that you might bring to your review process to just help move things along is for everybody who does need to review your podcast, if it needs to go to the compliance team and the HR team and the marketing team, have one person review the podcast and only give you one round of revisions. So rather than saying, 
here's version two. What do you think now? Just fix the problem that they say the first time and then move on. Obviously, there are some cases where content is really sensitive. And so maybe we do need that second review. But if you give somebody just one chance to make all of their revisions, they will be a lot more succinct and decisive than if you say, I'm going to make these adjustments and then see what you think. People tend to be a lot more clear and decisive when you say, tell me what you want to be done now in this one round of revisions and we'll get it done and make it super great. This way, people won't come back to you with little, small adjustments to be made. They'll just make clear, decisive decisions on what needs to be removed or fixed or adjusted in order to address the specific things that they are responsible for addressing. Everybody should only have one thing that they're looking at. Everybody should have one role to play and then one round to get it all fixed in one go. So there's two parts to this process are good project management and getting rid of bottlenecks. I do believe that if you look at those two things and get good workflows in place, get good processes in place to have better project management and to clear up any bottlenecks that are in your podcast production process, I think that you'll be able to get ahead of schedule. At the very least, stop feeling like you are treading water, just getting content in every single week, trying to get it out of the door. And at best, you'll be able to get ahead and take some time off as we head into the end of the year, as we head into a new quarter going into 2024. I know that's my plan with this podcast. I'm going to get a ton of content ready and scheduled and all good to go. That's what I'm doing for some other content creation stuff that we have for InPhase Media and for some personal brand stuff. And so if this podcast episode has been helpful to you, I would love it if you left a rating and review. This lets me know how I'm doing first and foremost, and it also helps other listeners find the podcast so that we can all level up our B2B podcasts together. A rising tide lifts all ships, and so we're in this together, elevating the quality of our B2B podcasts. If you have any questions or if there's anything else that I can help with, you can shoot me an email at jaredinphasemedia.co or connect with me on LinkedIn. Otherwise, I'll see you on next week's episode of Better B2B Podcasts.